beachfront living in Sydney. Is it as good as you think? Stay tuned. Good morning, Nat. Look at that. In the ocean. Look at that. (laughs) And that is a photo of of a house uh, literally uh, a couple of kilometres away from our office. Yeah, so this is in uh, Coleroy Beach, this one. So literally five-minute drive away. It happens. Now, there's hundreds of things about um, beachfront living um, that you should consider. We're going to talk about some of the most important ones today. Some make your money, some lose your money, some are health, some are psychologically wearing you down or lifting you up. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I think this is just such a fun topic because beachfront living, I think you sort of think of like the beach house, like all the like the stripe, like the pattern, the the design of it. But I think today we're going to reveal some harsh truths about some of the downsides of beachfront living. And this is just one example behind us. Coastal erosion is probably the big number one, especially in the Coleroy Narrabeen area. Yeah, it's the first thing that comes to mind when I think about beachfront. I'm not sure about people out there today, if that's what you think as well, but it's very uh, Instagrammable. Um, it's a, you know, it, it is a lovely view, Luke. Um, good morning, Paul, as well. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a healthy life, I think, also. Like, it's, you know, you've got the beautiful fresh air coming in over the ocean, the salty air. Um, but would you do it? See, I probably wouldn't. I go to the beach and I get annoyed when sand's in my my tote bag. (laughs) So I couldn't imagine just having sand everywhere all the time. It's probably my – I'm more of a city dweller myself, I think. But I don't know. I think if I surfed, it would be a different story. (laughs) Yeah, and I think in Sydney you're a harbour person or you're a beach person, Um, I I think, or maybe even a pit water person. You're sort of um, you're between those three, um, and you. I guess I. What strongly resonates with me over those three is um, is beach. I love beach. I could do it. I could do it happily. Uh, it is expensive. Yeah. Well, that's one thing with beachfront living is that it's got a really good resale value as well. So we were just saying off air that. Even the houses in this area, like they're not going down in value. No, they're going up just as much as every other house. They're on spec, even though um, in the northern beaches they're building a bit of a, a, a seawall um, on uh, Collaroy and Narrabeen there, which is costing each each owner of each house, and the council's put in a little bit of money as well. Um, but what are the other considerations that um, I know you've done a bit of research? We've spoken to we you know we speak to a lot of landowners that own that own these types of properties that have sold these types of properties, bought these types of properties. What are the other considerations people should think yeah. about? Well, I actually talked to my grandma about this on Mother's Day this weekend. She's been a Northern Beaches local her whole life, so she had a bit of insider knowledge. But uh, unpredictable weather, obviously, is one of the big considerations. Even look at the floods that happened not that long ago. We got rising sea levels. So a property that you buy now, in 12 years, 
you could have a pool in your front, your living room that you didn't want. So there's just something to think about the actual, how long you're going to have that property and what the area and the beach is looking like and what's predicted with the waves. Yep. But, um, one thing my grandma did mention is everything in a beachfront property a lot of the time is sticky because of the salt and the moisture. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, which so is that's something inside and outside of the house, I guess, because it's um, you open that window or door, booyah. Yeah, all the all the salt, the sand, like the um, the water, and it gets into your appliances. So that's one thing that I think a lot of people wouldn't consider when buying on the beachfront. You actually have to invest in some really good stainless steel appliances because everything rusts very quickly, which is something well, I would. Look, I do have to say, if I'm going to Google it now, um, if you are in a beachfront, one thing you'll learn very quickly, it's stainless steel grades, is stainless steel grades. Now, there's, uh, I'm just doing a grade chart for Australia at the moment, um, stainless steel grades that you're going to get, guys, and you're going to learn this if you own, if you, um, if you're buying a house is, uh, where is it? Um, when you buy, so for example, when you buy something at Bunnings and you see that it's really, really cheap, the grade of the stainless steel of what you're buying is going to be absolutely rubbish. It's rubbish. So, and what will happen is after a year or two, it looks fantastic out of the shop. And after a year or two, even if you're not on the beachfront, it looks like rubbish. If you are on the beachfront, it is eaten up and gone within six months. So people on beachfronts will start start to look for really good quality stainless steel. If you do Google stainless steel grades, um, I'm finding it a bit hard to find, but if you do Google it, you'll get all your grades reported to you and you want to buy the best. So 304 is um is regarded as good but then you'll start getting marine grade stainless steel so for example on a boat the stainless steel that they put on the boat is absolutely incredible it will last an entire lifetime you can buy that quality stainless steel for your light fittings you can buy that quality stainless steel for your barbecue you can buy that quality stainless steel anywhere you have steel in your house so generally brass and generally stainless high quality stainless steels when you're on a beach front believe it or not, important. Otherwise, you're buying it every couple of years. You'll learn fast. Yeah, exactly. And that's the, the type of thing I think a lot of beachfront buyers have to be cautious of because, yes, you're probably going to spend a lot more up front on these stainless steel appliances that are higher grade, but then that's saving you from buying, like, what, three or four replacements in five years because everything just keeps breaking moisture. Yeah. Um, I bought a, I've bought a spit being a Serbian background. I've got a spit. And uh, you buy, bought it from Monavale Barbecues, and a spit at Bunnings is eighty bucks. A spit with high grade stainless steel um, at is about eighteen hundred dollars. I'm so, so happy you know the cost of <laughs> spits. You'll, and spend, you'll spend about that's a multiple of eighteen. So you'll spend about ten times the amount of whatever you're buying on a beachfront property to get the right stainless steel. Ten to twenty times um, of, of what you can just buy cheap. That's expensive. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's I, I've so stainless steel appliances. So 
looking at the grades, sort of like a, like a thread count. That's what it reminded me of. Like the higher the third count, the better quality. So that's something. Yeah. That's right. Um, a screw. If you've got screws or nails in timber on a beachfront on a beachfront property, it's going to rust if it's not the correct stuff. Great. And then we sort of talked about sand, but wind is one thing that is quite intense living if you're living right on the beachfront, especially northern beaches is quite a windy area. But you were saying that sometimes the wind can be just as bad as heavy traffic. Yeah, so the noise of the crashing waves in the wind and that wind can be a higher decibel count than a main road or a highway. Um, it is, if you've ever, um, if anyone's ever experienced on a beachfront, um, the noise of, of the crashing of the waves, it is absolutely ferocious. Uh, it can keep you up all night. Um, but we've been pretty negative on the beachfront. I think we've got to roll out some positives now. Yeah, well, we sort of touched on it briefly before you are talking about the psychology behind living on the beachfront. It's actually proven that living on the beachfront is healthier for your mental and physical well-being. So people who live on the beachfront are more likely to keep up physical activity. So even if it's just walking on the beach every morning, it's and like swimming, obviously, but people have been shown to have a healthier lifestyle when they live in that area. So I guess your disposition mentally physically happier better stronger faster it's a really healthy life yeah and then obviously better air quality so it's obviously you're getting that fresh sea air every morning if you have a balcony it, it would be just the best thing wake up read a book on the balcony and um of course you're on the beach as well so you're closer you're more likely to be closer to like local amenities there's going to be cafes, shops, there's going to be a lot of local life. I have a few mates who live on the beach and they just rave about how they can literally just go for a walk two minutes. They have a coffee and they can just walk around and it's, yeah, it's something that other areas, you probably don't get that same environment and the feel. Yeah. Another, alter, another thing as well that people are going to consider is if you're in a beach in Sydney, you're east-facing, you're waking up with the sun. Um, so beautiful sunrises to wake up to something that that mentally physically is just yeah would, would be quite exhilarating so I can imagine that every morning a beautiful sunrise coming up and not having a cup of coffee there um, now alternatives to beachfront so um, that if you know if people don't wa want to get around a few of the um, a few of the cons of, of being on a beachfront um, Places like Summit Avenue, you mentioned this morning, uh, you can sort of get a little bit off that beach, still get everything that goes with it. Yeah, exactly. So um, I was just talking about Summit Avenue because there's a property on, well, that's DY Headland, in case anyone isn't sure. It's um, it sold for $10 million and it broke the previous suburb record, which was in eight mil, around $8 million. And the reason being, it's on, it's technically on the beach, but it doesn't get any of the cons that we've been talking about. It's on the headland, so you're not getting, and it's quite back, so you're not getting too much wind, but you're close to all the local amenities. It's a beautiful house. But, yeah, so when you're, thinking about buying on the beach think just buying slightly further back from the beach or slightly to the right or the left of the beach because that's what i think they i read an article they were calling it bridesmaid 
houses. So it's not the bride, but it's the bridesmaid, but you're still getting all the, the pros, but you're just getting rid of some of the cons we were talking about rather than getting all the wind and the sand, you're still getting all the benefit, all the benefits. So we've talked about beachfront guys and girls this morning. We've talked about some pros. We've talked about some cons. We've talked about pricing on these beachfronts, um, that they do go up terrifically well, even if they do suffer from erosion. Um, that doesn't seem to repel the pricing going up. Um, anything else we should know about on, on beachfront houses that we may have missed? I, th I think just oh, one final note, just going back to this image here with coastal erosion, is that... Um, with, as, as we've seen with this house, that if um, coastal protection laws actually outweigh all property law. So as we were sort of talking about with the seawall, these people are going to have to pay for the seawall to go up. But it's just something to consider just to do your research if you're looking to buy on the beach and have a look at some of the coastal laws and predictions about where the sea, the, like where, whether the sea is going to be coming into your living room. <laughs> Some of these homes are not insurable. Yeah. So um, keep an eye out on your insurance policy before you buy in a, you know, either a flood, uh, lake, uh, waterfront, uh, beachfront. Um, check your insurance policy from two or three insurance companies. You don't want to rely on one because they could stop their premium after a couple of years and then you, you've got no one else to look after you get two or three quotes, take an average of those two or three quotes and make sure that the home is insurable because some homes are not. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And that is beachfront life. I don't know. I, I You know what? After going through all these pros and cons, I'm still in. I love it. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm all for the city. I'd rather be... I think I'm what you said. I'm more of a harbour person myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, and, and I guess harbour-wise, harbour you're not you're not getting a lot of that erosion, a lot of that high wind. Um, there's there's a little bit more protection um, than that raw raw coastal, um, and probably noise as well. I think the noise from the um, from those waves, as opposed to being on a harbour, yeah. It's a, it's a really good debate. Are you, know, a harbour person? Are you a harbour person or a beach person, the pros and cons? I actually don't think it's even – I think it's more built into your DNA rather than anything. Um, yeah. You can go for all the pros and cons that you want, but I still think you just it's just inside of you. You just love the, the beach or you just love the harbour. Yeah. I know. Sydney Opera House can't beat it for me. <laughs> it's beautiful. It is. Legend. Oh, all right. Thank you. Thank you for that today. The uh, the 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 pros and cons of buying on a beach will that will they make you money? Yes, they will. But uh, bear in mind, there's going to be stuff that's going to cost money along the way, and I think we'll cover a lot of them. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Nat. See you, everyone. Take care. Have a great day. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Good.